0: I dance, make it hurt. Welcome to Project Passion, podcast made to inspire you to follow your passion and turn it into a successful business or career. My name is Johnny Thompson and this week I'm joined by Mac from the Talk Smack with Mac podcast. A podcast focused on all things American sport, be that NBA, NFL, MMA giving opinions facts and just generally talking smack if this is your first time coming down to the channel guys and you do enjoy the content be sure to go down below hit that like button subscribe to the channel turn notifications on so you do get updated every week when we upload the episodes and every thursday when we upload the clips as well actually
1: how's it going then mac how are you doing at the minute bro it's going great man i really appreciate you letting me get on your podcast and sharing some time with you
0: no problem, I'll Thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, I know I'd mentioned to you a while ago, um, so it's good that we finally locked that in, got you on, get you talking. Um, but for anyone that doesn't actually know who you are, do you want to just kind of introduce who you are, what it is you do, why you're actually on the show in the first place?
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Levi, but uh, my friends call me Mac, and I have a podcast called Talks Mac with Mac on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. I talk a lot of sports. My Instagram is mainly sports, but on... Um, you know, my podcast, which is on Podbean as well. Um, I talk life, I talk music, I talk whatever I want. You mentioned uh, Joe Rogan before. Kind of like a Joe Rogan feel with a heavy 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 lump sum of sports in there mainly football basketball and MMA.
0: So how long has your podcast actually been going on for because I know I've known you since pretty much I started out podcasting
1: Um, but when did you actually kind of get started into it? So I released my first episode I want to say back in like June of last year so I've been going for about seven months now. And have you seen
0: a lot of viewership growth within that time or did it start out strong continue to that point uh, or
1: continue sorry at that level to this point? Uh, So there's different levels to it. Instagram Instagram has been a slow steady climb the entire time whereas youtube you know i look back on it and you know my my video contents uh, was great i i know what i'm talking about uh but the quality has sucked so it took a lot of videos on youtube of learning and you know teaching myself along the way before i started seeing people actually that i don't know subscribing to my youtube channel
0: uh, i don't know that's obviously something you've been pushing for a while. I remember you'd messaged me about it before, um, and you've got something now like almost four hundred subscribers on your YouTube. Is it?
1: Yeah, uh, creeping up there. I I got like three fifty something like that. So I'm super small now, but like I said, it comes with the learning process. When you make a product that looks incredible and you're talking good stuff on top of it, are we good to cuss on here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell, okay. Hell, yeah. Uh, you're making great video and you're talking good shit too. You know, people are really going to appreciate it there. You know, I I really respect the process and the the grind that it takes. I don't expect to be Joe Rogan overnight. You know, he worked his ass off and he earned it. So I understand there's levels to it. Um, What was it actually got you interested
0: in the first place, you know, Was it something you'd always wanted to do or did you kind of want to get into the content space but didn't know really whether to go straight YouTube, podcast? What what sort of helped you
1: make the decision to go for a podcast and what was the inspiration? I've always been a big sport guy. I remember watching Kobe Bryant win championships when I was six years old. You know, I've been doing this for a long time and I always felt like my opinion kind of stuck out more than others. I actually knew what the hell I was talking about from a young age. And um, when I was in the military, my, my friends used to tell me all the time, man, you should talk about this. You, you should make a podcast. So it was my friends that kind of sparked that idea. And finally, uh, the June of 2019, I remember uh, sending my, my cousin a text message. I was at the gas station. I'll never forget this. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to start a podcast. I, I think I'm ready. And that was a start it took one year for that from that text message for me to actually do it and get it out there but yeah man podcasting is awesome I feel like it's the future for sure you know I think there's something like upwards of like 600 billion blogs out there but there's only like 600 million podcasts so there's there's so much growth to be made but the thing that really got me was I remember watching Joe Rogan And I was like, I I really love this show. I've learned more from this show and the guests that come on it than in years of like high school and all of that. I learned so much. So that kind of that that like drew me into podcasting itself. Nice, nice.
0: And is there any other content creators? I know we've talked about Joe Rogan there. Is there any other podcast that you would regularly
1: watch or any sort of content creators on YouTube you regularly watch? So, um I never, I was never like a frequent flyer of any YouTubers. Uh, Joe Rogan was awesome. I watch his all the time. Uh, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson is awesome. It's very, very organic and truthful. And um, uh, All the Smoke. Um, there's a few basketball podcasts out there that are really, really good. But uh, Steven Jackson and... Uh, excuse me. Uh, Steven Jackson and shit the dude he does it with um his name is driving out of my mind right now but they're they're very um honest and you get like that behind the scenes feel of these guys like for me instance basketball players i've been watching them for years and years but i've only watched them play basketball i want to dive deep what are you doing after the game you know what is your training regimen like like what is your your friendships do you have friends with other people around the league and how does that interact what the hell is going on i wanted more and i feel like with podcasts you're getting that more that all of us generally want yeah
0: 100 and that's I mean that's exactly what this show is bringing on people that are out there trying to make moves trying to get stuff done and just kind of let them actually talk about what their passion is you know obviously we use your podcast um and i actually was going to ask i see you're wearing uh, a nice pair of headphones there i assume they are your main podcast headphones are they nice uh, do you know what they are they look good
1: mono yes m-a-o-n-o i am not a tech savvy guy i'm not big on this i have friends that dabble in sound and i say hey man what do i buy and they say hmm, you should buy this
0: and i say okay man thanks so what is your actual setup then because obviously being a podcaster i like to have a little snippet what everyone else is working with what do you work with do you use a roadcaster do you use any
1: you use sort of soundboard while you record? so i have a task cam interface and i have a uh A 20, uh, 80, yeah. at 20, uh, mics. I have three of those. And then I actually, I might have four of those. Um, I'm planning on expanding. I've been only doing one-on-one, uh, interviews or, or episodes with people. And I have a round table for a reason. I want to fill the round table out. I want three, four, you know, five people, if I can on the episode, all of us talking shit, you know, having a good time. Nice. But, um, yeah, man, I have that. I have like four mic stands. I just recently bought this mic stand that I haven't really used yet. Oh wow. Um, so I'm planning on checking that out, but, uh, as far as like soundproofing and stuff like that in front of me is this is whole, this whole wall is soundproofed and I have a TV up there. I plan on implementing the TV in time. Like maybe I'll have a guest Instagram up there and then maybe have a camera that kind of sees that nice but um all of it takes time and money man and i i feel like i had to prove to myself um that i was going to do this which i already knew yeah but i had to prove to myself hey man don't don't go wasting money you better you better use this shit but on top of that i had to wait until i could actually know the difference between something good and something bad and generate that why do i need this Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, I've been doing this long enough. I'm starting to get to that point like, hey, I yeah. need this instead of this. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you
0: saying, though. I mean, even in this space alone, I have three monitors, but four if you include the MacBook that actually runs this TV. And I mean, in other podcast episodes, this TV's been on, but it's just been like, as you said, just like a screen saver in the background, something more just. But honestly, it's just not worth the effort. I mean, I, I would rather just Photoshop the logo into the TV afterwards because it would take less effort than it does to set up this entire thing. I mean, I do have in in plans, I'm still waiting on them because it, it's a nightmare trying to find somewhere to get it from. But I want like a large vinyl sticker for the wall. And I just because it's my office space anyway. So I want to put the vinyl sticker up on the wall there and one here for my actual business. And I have this actually my partner bought me this for Christmas. So uh, pretty much I guess, like a glass plaque but it's printed with the podcast logo and like it's like a spotify page almost uh, printed on glass and that's like probably the coolest thing i have in this entire office is just that alone uh so something else i wanted to ask you about was your actual editing um because i know when you look at your youtube channel you have specific made from nails not just taken from the video and you also have little shorter clips and you have longer videos do
1: you edit everything yourself or do you give that off to someone else what's your workflow there I everything that is talk smack with Mac unfortunately is all me. I do everything and it's absolutely time consuming. Oh yeah. And um yeah man, one day I would like to build a team. I want to build a team people that believe in me, that believe in the show and where it can grow to and maybe have a person that does the editing. Um my my buddy Kyle, he's going to be the one. He's a sound engineer. He's going to start doing uh the sound edits on the uh, on the show. Um, he taught me i'm dabbling in logic a little bit that's where i do my recordings and uh he's yeah he's a genius man check out kyle if any of you guys need a sound engineer for sure but uh yeah man i'd I'd like uh, to get a team behind me man have like my own personal jamie in the back recording the episode and doing the edits and stuff but you know how it is in the beginning you got to do everything yourself it's all a grind yeah
0: exactly man. uh and i know you actually said it at the start of the episode but i wanted to touch on it again how do you host your podcast because i know for me and i know like a lot of people i took the easy route and i just went with anchor and let them auto distribute how do you go about your distribution as well as
1: putting it on youtube so i got the the actual audio version i got originally on podbean um that I didn't know who the hell to go through. Uh, You know, I Googled some stuff and Podbean popped up and I've been rocking with them. Um, I hear a lot of great things with Anchor and Anchor distributes it to other places itself. Podbean is uh, beginning to do that too. But I put... I put it on Spotify and I put it on Apple iTunes myself and then I link that to the Podbean and now it automatically distributes to all of those when I upload.
0: Podbean, is that the one that our logo is like kind of green? And they also have that popcorn affiliate one or something they got there?
1: Yeah, I think something like that. Here, let me look it up.
0: For the sponsors, because I did I was looking I was looking in the sponsorship for the show and it was that was something I came across was one of these platforms like does also offer the sponsorship side of it and that's how you end up getting like the hulu sponsorships and netflix and all that there was through them but then when i looked at it it was just well the amount of video content i already have it was going to cost me an absolute bomb to transfer everything across and get everything swapped over so it's not even worth it like i'd rather just get independent private sponsors for each episode instead of trying to run it through that yeah
1: how are you doing with sponsors
0: all right. At the start, I took the anchor one. So, like when you join Anchor, if you have like a sensible number, uh, sensible amount of listeners, they'll give you an anchor sponsorship. So you get like a fifteen dollars CPM. Um, but it's just kind of like it's stupid because they give you fifteen dollars CPM, but anytime you get a sponsorship through them, Anchor takes a third of the money. So really, you're getting a 10 dollars CPM, which doesn't really make sense. Um, but private, yeah, I've waited and I've held off until this new year because i have, like you said at the start you have as well i've got a shit ton of stuff planned so i've been holding off till now because i know i have sort of bigger guests that are going to get more viewership that are more worth waiting to put them sort of uh sponsor slots on but yeah as you said, it's a process um i'm kind of focusing more on like showing the growth as opposed to showing current numbers because going from where i was at the start to now is like insane and then i can. Basically, see the trend of like All right, i missed an episode that week over christmas or like when i moved house and you can physically see the dip in the actual traction you get so i've started to use that as more of my metric on what's my growth and what's my scale for the actual podcast as a whole
1: mm-hmm. yes it definitely takes time i was i was so focused on the on the views and the number of people watching or listening and uh, i kind of forgot that hey one i'm doing this for fun because i love it and 2 it's not going to happen overnight. Like I mentioned before, you know, the growth that you have in yourself, it's going to show in the, in the viewership in the listening, because when you put out a very good product that sounds immaculate and it looks immaculate, you know, people are going to start catching on and talking. Mm -hmm. And obviously a lot
0: of what you do, a lot of your content is based on stuff going on within sporting industry, sporting headlines, And for that, and for you to be a reliable source and to then gain a sensible viewership, you obviously have to do a lot of sensible research and a lot of thorough research before you put out these videos. Do you want to kind of explain to people from a podcaster's point of view what your research method is, sort of how you get these stories, how you fact check and how you kind of put together your content that you're going to put out?
1: I watch a lot. So so with sports, I've been watching basketball very, very intently for 20 years. Um, like since I was five, six years old, I'm talking about, I'm, I've, I've watched with the exception of when I was in training for the military and stuff like that, like one year or two years. Other than that, I've watched a minimum of 50 Laker games every single year. And now I'm watching 82. I watch every game. Um, When I'm talking about fights, like say for instance, I have a UFC fighter on my show. I'll go back and I will watch every single fight they have ever had. So I know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't wanna put out, you know, bullshit. I don't I don't wanna to lie to people or, and make fictional, you know, numbers out there. I'm gonna give you concrete, you know, uh, uh, numbers and evidence and facts and people could go fact check me. And when I'm wrong, I'll say, hey, I messed this up, it should have been this. Or I'll even type it into the video, you know, a little correction, he had 20 points instead of 19 uh but to answer your question i i watch and i do my research i do my due diligence yeah
0: because honestly from someone obviously i'm british you're american and your sports are a lot more intricate there's a lot more obviously yards per carry fuck it, 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 even down to like quarterbacks so everything right in general if you try to explain the scoring and point system and the stats in american sports to british people they it just doesn't make sense it blows their minds even I tried to explain to my girlfriend about the ten yards, and just in football, I was like, "It's just ten yards." And then she was asking why they were trying to measure it. I'm like, "Just to make sure it's ten yards." And she just couldn't. She was like, "Why does it matter?" I'm like, "Because he's," I'm like, "Because he's not ten yards. He's like inches. Like there's a big," di-. and obviously for that there, there's a lot more that goes into. It. Do you have a particular interest in one sport over the other? So one that you know, like basketball, you know off by heart a lot of this stuff, and a sport that you have to go and look for and look for these facts and look for the stories?
1: So basketball and football, I I know that stuff. It's like the back of my hand. I know the yards. I know uh, everything, everything. uh, How much people averaged, what they shot from three-point line, stuff like that. Now, MMA, I've been a big fan of MMA for 10 years plus, but I've been getting very – dialed in with MMA just since I started this podcast maybe about like five months before the podcast so maybe about a year I've been watching MMA every single week that it comes on every pay-per-view that comes out now uh, that's that's when I got to go back and say man let me go back and watch this fight to kind of remember how that went out or um, I don't know who this guy is let me go back and watch their fight so I can learn about them that's where I really got to do my catching up
0: Mm -hmm. because I know like, I mean, you obviously are doing this for multiple sports. Just as a general fan of American football, even I can't get my head around it. I didn't even start to understand that tra- half of these stats are even tracked until I started playing fantasy football. And when I started playing fantasy then, it was honestly a little bit of a rabbit hole i had to put myself down just to try and like learn what are these things that people are trying to talk about and even when i watched your videos, sometimes i was like i have no clue what he is talking about <laughs> like, i need to sit down and i need to learn football before i can actually say i'm a fan of this but for you is there any sort of aspect of it or aspect of the sports that isn't as interesting to talk about so you kind of won't put on blast
1: on your show as far as what uh, a particular sport or yeah
0: any particular sport that
1: you just kind of don't want to talk about have no interest in, don't think it's going to get viewership oh i have a bunch i i don't really care for baseball too much i know a lot of people watch it a lot of people love it i think baseball is pretty boring i think you have to be very um athletic and have great hand eye coordination and you know twitch of the hips those guys are you know they're athletes i think they're badass athletes too but it's a little slow for me a little boring um i think watching soccer is pretty boring i it just is. i can't it get is. into it and that's like a worldwide phenomenon everybody loves soccer i think it's just very Shit. dull very boring it is do you ever watch rugby like, uh, rugby. British rugby. I, I think rugby is badass, man. I don't like, I don't know any players or any teams, but I think rugby is very fun to play and very fun to watch. I always get
0: ripped because I should know a lot. Because I'm Irish, so we're expected to just know a lot about rugby. And I know mm-hmm. absolutely fuck off. <laughs> and when I try to explain to people, like, no, no, I watch American football. I don't watch football or rugby. They're all just like, but, but, but what? Like, they wear pads. Like, they don't even hurt each other. They, rugby, they don't. And then you, you have that whole argument of trying to explain there's a very different game at play here, lads. Like, it, rugby and American football are two completely different sports. Like, they are oh, definitely in category in terms of how they hit each other, the rules, and the actual size of the players, frankly, as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost everybody in the NFL are like freaks, man. They're. All like six foot, six two, two hundred and forty pounds, and they, you know, they could run and jump out the building. They could bench press x amount of weight, sixty times, and it, those guys are crazy athletes. Yeah.
0: So talking about football, obviously, uh, from when this episode goes out, we have less than you know, a week until Super Bowl. We have Bucks Chiefs uh, Sunday the seventh of February. What's your take on the match?
1: Uh, I don't know if. Too many people know this other than my fans, but I'm a diehard Buccaneers fan. I have been I remember watching when they won the Super Bowl the last time. Um, I have thought from the beginning that it was gonna be the Buccaneers and the Chiefs in a Super Bowl. You can watch my videos, I made my predictions, and um I want to say the Buccaneers are gonna win, but like Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense just looks so unstoppable. So it's going to be one hell of a game. You have the GOAT versus the person that's supposed to be the next big thing. It's going to be one hell of a game, and I can't wait to watch. And obviously, I'd
0: say you probably know a lot more than what I've seen looking into. It. Is there any injuries on either side
1: that's like serious enough? Some big injuries is the starting left tackle and right tackle for the Chiefs. They're out for this game. Left tackle Tories Achilles in the championship game last week. That's what I've and... seen, yeah. When you look at the Buccaneers' defensive line, you have Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul on the ends. Those guys combined for five sacks on Aaron Rodgers last week. So when you take out the starters on the left and the right side of the Chiefs' offensive line, and then you you have two elite guys coming off the edge, coming after Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Chiefs are going to combat that.
0: Yeah. Have you released a video up to this point? Have you released
1: any videos with uh, any predictions for the match score or point scores? Not yet. I will be dropping that um, hopefully by the weekend. I've been having a lot of people tell me I need to get my predictions a week out earlier. It's very hard, people. I'm trying <laughs> as hard as I can. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of work. But yeah, I'm going to try to get them out a week prior.
0: Uh, if you're a football fan and you're watching this go down below check uh, Max links and go check out the video
1: see what he says in his uh, in his predictions for the match oh man last super bowl i was off in total 1 point on the final score so uh yeah man it's going to be interesting i have a standard that i've been you know keeping up with and i'm not trying to blow it
0: uh this, this one's a bit of a sore spot for me because obviously you know i'm a chiefs fan all right so i'm not a chiefs fan opposite opposite i'm a saints fan drew yeah. Brees is it the end or i mean i have personal opinion but i want to see what you think first is drew Brees retiring moving teams stem with saints what
1: do you reckon all right so I made a video last year, last June, one of my first videos that I put out on YouTube. I said, this is the last year for Drew Brees. This guy has uh, job offers to commentate in a booth. I think it's making like $10 million a year. He's going to be in the booth making money, not getting hit. He doesn't have the game plan for defenses every week, get his body in order. The Saints can't make it far in the playoffs. They keep falling short. His times come to an end, and plus, on top of that, he has Jameis Winston right behind him, who the Saints think he could beat their guy. So, see, this is my opinion on it. My opinion is last match, if
0: that's his last match he's ever played in the Saints' jersey, it's like a what a, only threw for like 146 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, three interceptions in a playoff game. Bearing in mind, both times were super negative plays, but you also have the likes of Taysom Hill coming in behind as you said you've got winston i think at this point this was the last season and i, I think i said this actually on it might have been on the video you posted actually because i remember i was talking to you about this i think this had to be the last season i don't think he can have another one after three straight playoff losses
1: with him at the helm time for new blood i think yeah i think so too and I mean, these guys are getting old. What is Drew Brees, 41? 40, yeah, 41. I think he's yeah, two years older than Brady, or Brady's two years older than him. Brady's like
0: 43, almost 44. That's it, yeah. yeah that,
1: that guy is ridiculous.
0: That's it. But I mean, even as early as like today, I see, or as late as today, uh, the Saints GM, Mickey Loomis, has already said they're still waiting for Drew to decide what he wants to do. So, I mean, is it set yet? Or are they trying to wait till the Super Bowl is over, which I would assume would be the smarter play wait until the end of the season officially?
1: I think he should take some time for sure. I'm, I'm not a football player, but I know there's a lot of mental toughness and a lot of physical uh, like drainage that you put your body through just to get ready for the season. And I guess it's just a matter of, does Drew Brees want to do that again? Because he could still play. Um, one thing that worried me is that he does not throw the ball downfield. So, I, I don't know how much of an arm that he has left. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the Saints are doing the right thing. He's done so much for that team, so much for that city. You know, give them the time. Oh, if yeah. you want to come back, you know, forget the guys that are waiting behind you. They could stay there. You're Drew Brees. So, take all the time that you need and do what is best for you. But I just think making all that money commentating is too much. Like, yeah. don't do it, man. You've done everything, you have proven everything. Yeah. You've won the Super Bowl. So, Go, enjoy the next part of your life.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do you think there's any chance he could pull a Tom Brady here and just move to another team for like a little fresh start, one or two years, see at the end of his career?
1: But who? I mean, maybe the Patriots?
0: I had this discussion literally last week, and that was what one of the boys said was Patriots. Because I don't know, is there a need for a quarterback like him in any other team? Not
1: really. Yeah, man, there's, there's too many young talented players in the league these days they don't i don't think anybody's really looking to sign you know drew Brees at at that age at 40 plus yeah i mean tom brady was different because tom brady's still winning tom brady's tom brady for drew Brees, he i mean the inability to throw the ball more than 25 yards down the field nobody's looking for that type of quarterback
0: yeah it's just pocket shots he's throwing Mm -hmm. he's great at it but
1: it it proves to be ineffective in the playoffs obviously
0: exactly yeah so is there any and i don't know if this is something you look at yourself going forward or if you do a lot of fantasy um and this is more of a personal question than anything else for me is there any players coming through this year you think are worth watching for football fans going into next season
1: coming out of college
0: coming out of college or any even any rookies coming from this year going into next year
1: uh i'm a big fan of uh Justin Jefferson you guys seen this dude wide receiver for the Vikings I I drafted him this season and then I got to you know enjoy his come out party for this rookie season he had one of the best rookie years in a long time uh he's good obviously Trevor Lawrence is coming out of college I think he's going to Jacksonville Jaguars who they just signed Urban Meyer as a as a head coach so we'll kind of see how he's going to use him but I'll be honest with you man um my interest for college football has been very lacking. Alabama or Clemson win every single year, and nobody else even comes close. So uh, I don't, I don't really keep up with college too much. Yeah, and again, something else
0: that's kind of been in the headlines, <clears throat> or more that I've seen on Twitter actually uh, earlier on today or yesterday, um, regarding Dak Prescott or Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott's old coach now going to teach Carson Wentz and to try and sort him out before he gets his ass fired. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. Have you heard anything about that?
1: Uh, I have not. I think Carson Wentz is done in, in Philly, man. I have not been a big fan of his. Yeah. Before the football season started, I dropped my top 10 quarterback list going into this season, and Carson Wentz was not on that list, and I got a lot of shit for it. <laughs> But as you can see, Carson Woods didn't even finish the team, uh, finish the season starting on his own team. So it's like he's not, he's not what everybody thinks he is. So I think he's gone. I think that's a guy that maybe the Patriots could look at or potentially sign. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what's going to happen. And on top of that, Matthew Safford, he's moving. Uh, the Lions are going to be trading him. So uh, it's going to be a little wild offseason in terms of quarterback.
0: Yeah. I mean my fantasy skills are absolutely shocking you can tell this was first year trying to do it properly I mean I drafted Alvin Kamara and still managed in one of the leagues I drafted Alvin Kamara first round and still managed to finish last overall at the end of the season somehow and I mean I I, I actually genuinely was so gassed when I ended up with like the teams I had for <laughs> fantasy this year. I was sitting up and I'd done three it was the third one I finally managed to draft Kamara and I was gassed with all three of them I was well happy with them after like four weeks I just stopped looking at it. Like I stopped. I and I realized that I actually had Drew Brees on the bench for the entire season from like the last uh. half. of it. So whoever's in that league's probably looking at the team, going, "He's a fucking idiot. Him, like he doesn't even know what he's doing." I
1: I have the worst luck with uh fantasy football, and I'm honestly thinking about taking a break on it. I you know the the year that Le'Veon Bell sat out, I drafted him first overall. Um, I drafted another running back, like, first or second. He was out for the year. This season, I drafted Christian McCaffrey, and he was out for damn near the whole year. I, I think at one point, like, during – after the draft, I had people hit me up, hey, man, I'll see you in the finals. After, like, week three, week four, almost my entire team said injured or COVID. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm done.
0: Oh, no. I think that happened to me. I think that's why I got my nerves, because I, I ended up – I had so many people out, and it was all, like, Patriots – lions jaguars players are pretty sure that was it and they all ended up being bloody out and then i think at one point that didn't even have half a team one week going into it and i was like at this point what am i there's no point even trying to play
1: at this point i'm giving up yeah i know right it's a fantasy is tricky man i'll, I'll leave that to the to the professionals Exactly. so uh, i know you said at
0: the start you probably don't want to talk too much about it but you said about you've got more plans coming up this year you've got a lot of stuff you want to do with your podcast with the show um is there anything you kind of can talk about anything you're kind of aiming for targets trying to reach
1: yeah within the next couple months i plan to have a website up finally but uh along with that website i'm going going to have an entire catalog of talk smack with mac clothing that you could buy i have sweaters coming i have t-shirts coming i have joggers hats fanny packs i have a bunch of stuff that you could choose so you could be a part of the TalkSmack team um yeah so you could check out for the website but definitely some more improvements coming on youtube i just started using final cut within the last month or two and it's i think it's like a puzzle piece but once you figure it out you can make some amazing videos so i'm dabbling with final cut just be on the lookout for improvements within talk smack internally And of course, I'm always going to be talking my good shit. That's it, man. Uh, So, anything else you want to say to people listening in right now? Anything to round off the end of the show? Hey, man. Uh, Just make sure you check out Talk Smack with Mac on YouTube, Instagram, Podbean. You know, anywhere that you hear a podcast, Talk Smack with Mac is going to be there. I'm talking, uh, I'm diving deep in sports, music, and life, but I'm always talking good shit when it comes to sports. So, check me out.
0: That's it, you heard it from him. Go check him out. As always, guys, links will be in the description. Uh social handle will be on screen. Go check Mac guy. Go check out the podcast. Go give it a listen. If you're a sports fan, you're guaranteed to enjoy it. Nothing not to like there. Um and that's it. Honestly, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you coming on, talking sport and yeah, talking some shit about NFL. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't talking about the Saints going to the Super Bowl, but <laughs> but I can live. I can live. We move.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I'll throw my guess out there. My prediction for the Super Bowl. Let's see. I'm gonna go thirty-four to twenty-eight Buccaneers. Oh, high scoring.
0: Mm. Mm. I'm gonna. I mean, I kind of have to say Chiefs at this point because I refuse to say Bucks, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I want the Chiefs to win at this point. I want Mahomes to f- throw for like three hundred yards in one game and score like eight touchdowns.
1: I could I could say this if the Buccaneers uh, have two turnovers or more, they're losing. Any team that has two turnovers or more is going to lose this game. That is going to be the big kicker, the big number. See, that's that's the insights there, guys. That's what we got them on for them little insights there. Oh man, you. I'm always talking that good shit. Is that (laughs) why you should be going and checking out the podcast exactly there? Yeah, man. Nonetheless, I I really appreciate uh, you letting me get on your podcast. I see big things coming for you. Your setup is great. Your audio is great. And the picture looks awesome, too. So I'm excited to grow alongside with you.
0: Bless, man. I appreciate it. And honestly, thank you for coming on, talking, bringing in the extra viewers um, and giving my viewers something extra to listen to. And I know they're going to appreciate it. Oh, man, it was my honor. I appreciate it. Nice, man. Um, Well, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. We'll be back again next week. We have another guest on the show. We have another episode for you. Be sure to check out the clips from this episode coming on Thursday. If you have enjoyed the episode, guys, drop down below, hit that like button, hit subscribe, turn notifications on. You'll get updated anytime we upload a new video. And yeah, I will see you again next week. Hello guys, how you doing? It's me, Jack, mate. You've just finished watching, probably, one of the best videos on YouTube. So why not take a moment to consider subscribing? And if you haven't already, hit the like button and turn the notification bell on. Apparently it helps. I don't know how. It was a good one, wasn't it?